Hi there, it's Melanie White for episode 7 of the Habitology podcast and today I'm talking about how to live and work like an athlete. You might be asking, well, why would I want to do that? (laughs) Well, the point is this, Uh, I see so many clients in my coaching business that are struggling to be consistent with things. They want to be more productive, they want to have work-life balance, but they're creating the opposite of that. They're creating so much stress and angst around these habits and they feel like they're failing because they're unable to do these things consistently day in and day out. I'm going to propose a different way of looking at things, living and working like an athlete, so that you can get the balance you want and so that you can be more productive and more consistent, but in a different way than what you're thinking. Let's look at what happens now to most people. And I'm talking about the typical client that would come into my business and say, hey, I need some help. Usually they want to create a new habit or to pick up an old habit that they can't seem to be consistent with. I'm talking about things like you know, saving money, managing their time better, um, working less, switching off at five o'clock, eating less chocolate, eating healthier meals more often, exercising four days a week, drinking two litres of water a day. All of those sorts of typical day-to-day things. Why is it that it's such a struggle? I mean, our bodies and brains are wired to live on autopilot. Our brains love being energy efficient. Our brains love habits. So why is it that we find it so hard to stick to these habits day in and day out? Well, it's an interesting kind of question. And formally, before I was a coach, I was a biologist. And what I learned from that career was that everything runs on cycles. Think about it. Every living thing is influenced by the sun and the moon and the seasons. We have these things called circadian rhythms. We respond to changes in daylight, changes in day length and the moon and the seasons, of course. Even our food supply, we get starchy vegetables in winter. We have more berries and nightshades in summer. We have the the broccoli family are big in autumn and we have leafy greens peas and beans in spring. There's a natural change in our food sources according to season and according to sunlight. So is it any wonder that we have different sorts of food cravings at different times of year? Is it any wonder that we want to hibernate and hunker down in winter and not be so active? Isn't it any wonder that we can't seem to sustain the day in day out work ethic that we would like to have, that super productive high achievement focus um, doesn't seem to work. Why? Why is that? Well, if you were to marry the two together and say, yes, we need habits. Our brains like to be on autopilot, and yes, we need to be able to fit with a tune in tune with the cycles of nature. You know, imagine if we could blend those two things together. I'm going to propose a different definition of consistency. Most people would think of the word consistency and say, well, it's continuous repetition but if you think about the cycles of nature and our circadian rhythm it's probably unrealistic so I would like to offer an alternative definition instead of continuous repetition I'd like to say that consistency could be thought of as cyclic repetition and that leads me to the thing about athletes but before I go there I just want to touch on a quote 
by Charles Darwin, who is one of my heroes as a biologist. He said that it is not the strongest of species that survives, nor the most intelligent that survives. It is the one that is most adaptable to change. So I think there is a really compelling rationale to redefine the word consistency and to know that, hey, nature is triggering us to behave in certain ways at certain times. Why don't we work with that instead of fighting it? I see too many people fighting it. They're either trying to be too rigid and then they're struggling to cope with the changes that life inevitably throws or they're too flexible and they're unable to get any sort of meaning or productive result. We need to find that middle ground. And I had a real epiphany when I studied personalised training. Um, we learnt about training programs for athletes and how to write exercise programs for somebody in a competition. And it was so interesting. What struck me was that for any sport, there's a competition season of around six to nine months. And, you know, if we looked at Australian rules football as an example, because that's like my favourite sport ever, the season runs from early February, or sorry, late February to early October. There's a pre-season and during that time, athletes are building up their general endurance and training at a low intensity. Then there's the early season phase where they're building some sports specific strength and building up to a maximum strength. That's the next two to three months. And then the next two to three months are where they're getting ready for that serious end of season competition training where they need to be at their peak fitness. So they're alternating a hard training session with an easy training session. Then there's that very intensive few weeks of the best of the best final knockout competitions, the grand final, and then there's an off season where they cross train. Athletes know, or the athletes trainers know, that it's totally unrealistic for you to expect your body, or you know, you could say your mind as well, to operate at peak performance day in, day out, all year round. Athletes know they can't do it. They have a plan to run their year toward one main event or one period of main events, and then to have rest. And yet you think about my coaching client, Sue or Sally, or whoever you wanna call her, she's extremely worried because she doesn't like eating salad every day of the year. She's struggling to go to the gym five days a week for the whole year. She's at work driving herself to achieve everything she needs and she's wondering why she's so stressed and exhausted. She hasn't had a holiday in three years. The athletes have got it sorted out. We need to do what they do. And here's how we do that. Here's how we get the best of both worlds, the mix of habits and the mix of agility. We make a plan. We make a one year plan. And the reason we do this is that if you were just to think about what you were going to do and just trundled off and tried to do it, it probably wouldn't happen because it's not a habit yet. It takes 66 days to create a habit in most cases. So by writing it down, by doing the thinking work up front, the hard work, the brain intensive work up front, you can make a plan to cycle through your fitness, your eating, your work, your whatever over the year. You can think about how you feel in summer versus winter or how you feel in your energy levels in the morning versus the afternoon at different times of year. You can create an exercise program, an eating regime, a sleep pattern, a socializing pattern, a work pattern or any sort of pattern that has set periods 
of consistency that then change with some sort of seasonal or other trigger. The reason that you write it all down at first is that you're making the decision once and then it becomes set and forget. So instead of having to make decisions on a daily basis or wonder what to eat or what to do next, it's all there in your plan. It's in your diary. Then all you have to do is follow it. And perhaps once every three months, you might review what you're doing and see, how's that working for me? Is this really what I want? I think that's a way of living and working that ticks all the boxes. There's enough consistency in there for a time and enough agility that we can adapt to the seasons and our needs at the time. There's no more guilt. There's no more boredom. There's no expecting too much of ourselves anymore. I'm going to invite you to think about this a little bit more. And in another episode, I'll talk about creating a five-year plan and a one-year plan. But for now, just think about this. Living and working like an athlete, making a plan for change with enough period of consistency is the, absolutely the way to be most productive and to get work-life balance. I'd love to know what you think. Let me know. Send me an email. Drop a comment in the box. Thanks for listening. It's Melanie White signing off for another Habitology podcast. I'll see you soon. Bye for now.